Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic practitioner, and your host. At each new zodiacal season, I offer audio horoscopes by donation for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can also find written and edited transcripts of these horoscopes in my free virtual member community. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain the production of these readings. Thank you. You can find more information in the show notes or at embodiedastrology.com. Hello, Pisces. Welcome to Leo season. Leo season in 2023 is, it feels honestly like a crucible a little bit uh, in a lot of ways. I hope it doesn't feel that way for you, but on a collective level, as we enter into Leo season, there is a lot of movement. And the movement that is happening right now can be inflammatory and agitating for some. It can feel really overwhelming. It can include a lot of things shifting really fast. And it can also include a sense of... um, whiplash a little bit. Things are changing, they're shifting, they're adjusting. Now what? And in general, this is a season that is bringing a lot more information than we have time, space, capacity, uh, or ability to process. And we will continue to be processing the information that emerges in Leo season, uh, at least for the next couple of months if not until the end of the uh, year, if not until the end of next year in 2024. And so Leo season is just bringing a lot of data, a lot of sensation. (laughs) It's a spicy month. Uh, Leo is a fire sign and this season is very fiery. There is a lot happening in the fire element. And as I'm recording, uh, I was reading the news this morning about how hot it is and the record temperatures that are being reached on planet Earth and adjacent to that, the ongoing war and kind of ongoing inflammation of our systems and our bodies and um, more than human kin, you know, the environments and uh, landscapes that our, our human bodies are absolutely reliant on to survive. And it's really hot and things are burning up and the extremity of uh, the, the global situation right now is something that on some level, I think everybody is feeling, even if they're not conscious of it. Um, And so when there's a dominance of fire, when there's a lot that's happening in the fire element, we might find ourselves in our personal lives feeling fiery, feeling fired up. And one medicinal quality of the element of fire is the way that it transforms. It cauterizes and transforms. And so the alchemical power of fire is to burn away the impurities of something, right? To clarify um, in the residue that is left behind what is meant to be left behind. 
And in your chart, this is very much what I'm feeling. It is a season for you that is about burning away what is not essential, what is not necessary, what doesn't serve the process, what doesn't serve the relationships, what doesn't serve your body, what doesn't serve your well-being in a holistic sense, your mind, heart, body, spirit, soul, um, the environment, environments that you occupy that are very much a part of you. How do you participate in your life and in the world around you with some kind of cleanup process because it feels like that's what Leo season is asking the Pisces charts to do. So just getting into the reading, I want to say that Leo season feels um, like a lot for the Pisces charts. It just feels like there is a lot here. Some of it could be really exciting, energizing, enlivening. Um, those of you who are working on ways to express yourself creatively, or if there's some kind of burning away of aspects of your identity or obligations and responsibilities or ways that you have been performing in relationships or ways that you have been working that are no longer working for you, you know, now is the time to let them go. And if you are replacing what doesn't work for you with what feels exciting, what feels authentic, what feels uh, interesting and engaging and creative in its nature. And that means it motivates you, right? It feels like there's a little bit of playfulness here. You're curious about it. Um, that is fabulous. And I want to say that the more that you can fill your life and your attention and your relationships with what does feel interesting, exciting, inspiring, and motivating for you, the more that will help you clarify what is not <laughs> interesting, exciting, and motivating. And then that will give you motivation to make changes that you need to make. Um, the other themes this month uh, that, that come up for me with your chart have to do with a kind of adjacent to this, a sorting process that you're in. And it feels to me that you're really, it's, it's almost like you're in a Pisces update period, you know, and it's when you update your devices or something like that, they have to uh, shut down for a moment. And in the shutdown, you know, if you're updating to the new operating system, they're not asleep, right? They're going through all of their, I don't know how computers work actually, so I'm just guessing. It's like they're going through all their information, they're wiping out the information that doesn't be, isn't necessary, they're rewriting the code, they're doing the different things. My interpretation of the magical process of technology, I don't know if that's it. But that's kind of what you want to be doing right now. So you're in this sorting process. And in some ways from the outside, if we looked at you, we could see that you were busy. You would probably tell us that you got uh, a lot that you're thinking about or you're trying to figure out how to wrangle all these different pieces of something and puzzle them together. But we probably wouldn't really understand the immense restructuring that is actually happening internally for you in this moment. Because what you would probably tell us about is logistics. You would probably give us some data. You might give us some relationship information, relationships when they change, uh, certainly um, 
often need to reconfigure the rest of our lives or other elements of them. But I don't know that from the outside or in a casual conversation, we would get a sense of how profoundly you're changing on the inside right now. And since the year began, you have been in this space where it feels like your options are becoming more limited because you simply can't, you don't have the energy or the interest or the capacity, you can't do some of the things that you used to do before. You can't express yourself in the same ways. You don't want to maneuver how you used to. And there is a period of introspection that you're in right now that is a longish period, at least a couple of years. You're just in the first year of it. And this period of time requires sorting. And in this sorting process that feels very much the vibe for the Pisces charts in Leo season, you are mentally sorting, but you're also physically and somatically and energetically and relationally sorting. And during uh, this entire year, but especially this particular season and the next two, Virgo and Libra seasons, these are periods of time in which your preferences are, I'm guessing, really making themselves known to you. And the feeling here is, I like that. I don't like that, right? This thing can stay. That other thing has got to go. And you need to just be in this process. There is no way that you can plan for it. There's no way that you can strategize or scheme around it. You can't predict what you're going to like or dislike. You have to find yourself in the moment of experiencing it enough times so that the message can get through in an integrated way in your mind, heart, body, so that then you have the fortitude in your own patterning to change the pattern. So I want to prepare you for a season of sorting. And any ways that you can assist yourself by actually making time and space and plans to sort, I think you're going to be glad for it. And your sorting right now certainly can include any of your physical environment or environments. Uh, this is a great time for cleaning out, right, and letting go. Um, but your sorting also really wants to happen in the relational level right now and in the energetic and emotional affect level. How do people, places, things make you feel? Do you want to be relating? Do you want to be relating in this way? Not all refinement is about a yes or no binary. Keep it or leave it. A lot of the refinement is fine tuning. I want to be with you, but I want to be with you like this, not like that. In every single horoscope I'm reading for Leo season this year, I'm talking about the importance of self-awareness and self-love. As the nodal axis shifts into Aries and Libra throughout 2025 and Venus retrogrades in Leo from July 22nd through September 4th, we're being collectively called to look in the mirror and examine the essence of how and what we express into the world. 
These kinds of inquiries are meant to go far beyond the superficial. They are meant to pull us into the depths of our own psyche and confront us with the ways we've learned to hate and harm ourselves and others within systems that profit from distress and dis-ease. The work of changing culture is vast and many routes will lead to the kinds of repair and healing needed. But one path that is particularly powerful for anyone right now is a path of creative, courageous self-expression. Engaging in practices and play that help us access the wisdom of our imaginations is an act of resistance inside of cultures that compound trauma and make it difficult to dream. When we have access to spaces where we can experiment and feel inspired, we're also more likely to experience integration and joy. So even if it seems silly or superfluous within the state of current affairs, taking some time over the next several weeks to draw pictures, make music, dance, dream, write poetry, and play in ways that don't require perfection or productivity for others are of enormous benefit and will help in the clarification and discernment processes that pretty much everyone is going through on some level. As program curator here at Embodied Astrology, I structure the schedule so that our workshops are always right on time for current celestial weather. Beginning on July 23rd, which is the day after Leo season begins, Brazilian astrologer and trans photographer, who also happens to be EA's visual director, Gabs404, will offer a four-week series on Sundays, that's the Sun's Days, that explores astrology through the lens of self-portraiture. While these workshops are timed thematically for current transits, this offering is also an evergreen experience and it focuses on four highly important points in any astrology chart, which are called the cardinal angles. The cardinal angles include your ascendant as well as your descendant, zenith, and nadir. If you don't know what those words mean or why they matter, this course will teach you about how the light at the time of day you were born influenced the expression of your chart and set up a map for your personal and relational development. In each of the four sessions, Gabs will introduce one angle and its influences and offer a visual presentation of photography that illustrates how these aspects in a chart express. You'll then receive prompts and support to devise your own self-portraits through processes of exploration and discovery. Not only will this series teach you about photography, astrology in general, and your natal chart, but I guarantee that working with this content will also teach you things about yourself that are absolutely crucial for your personal happiness and success and for the work and ways you want to relate with others and the world around you. This series, Self in Four Directions, will be available by recording if you can't attend live, and it includes access to a virtual gathering space where participants can share and discuss their work and process. All of Embodied Astrology's events are available by sliding scale, and no one is turned away for lack of funds. For more information on this workshop series and EA's other workshops and classes, check the show notes or head to the Learn section at embodiedastrology.com. So this relational theme, I want to be with you like this, not like that, is a sorting theme that feels very much in your focus uh, until, I'm going to say, the end of September. You're in a moment right now where you are in some kind of very important relational process. Now, for some folks, the processing is self-oriented mostly, and it is a little bit more theoretical and general. How do I want to be with other people in general? 
Some of you are going through big periods of readjustment with how you've lived your life in some very important ways, uh, plenty of which have to do with what has kept you busy, your occupation, your job, your hobbies, your pastimes. Um, some of you are changing very much in your embodied identity right now and your physical form. And when it comes to how do you relate in general, you really are trying to update, right? You're in this updating process. And what is happening below the surface that any of us can see, right? We can, you look at a person, you see their, their meat suit, <laughs> their skin container. Um, and if you're empathic or energetic or psychic, maybe you have a little glimpse into what's beyond the skin. But we can't see what's going on inside of each other. A lot of times we can't even really see what's going on inside of ourselves. You're in a period like this right now. You are updating. The systems are updating. That means that a lot of stuff is happening beneath the surface. And like I said a moment ago, you don't know until you know, until you're in the moments with the people, whoever they might be, and you go, oh, I'm not like that anymore. And you hear yourself describe yourself in the old form and you go, ooh, that doesn't match anymore, right? Or you feel yourself uh, moving in the same pattern as you used to move and you go, ooh, this doesn't feel right anymore. That's the kind of data that you are looking for now. And in the relationship field, the, the, the space between perceiving this data and then doing something about it is very, very slim. It's, it's not big in the relational field right now, especially for those of you who are navigating changes with intimate partners and committed partners, could be business partners or collaborators, as well as life partners and spouses and things like that, really close friends. In those particular kinds of contexts, people feel each other, right? Sense each other. As you are changing, the people in your life are feeling you change. And the people in your life might be also in their own processes of change. Because as I said in the beginning of this reading, this is a time of massive collective shifting. And so on the relationship level right now, there is a lot of movement. There are a lot of things shifting around. And what needs to be examined have to do with resource and capacity. What is available? What are the needs? What can I give? What am I trying to get, right? The need is to be practical as well as energetic right now. So you want to be practical in the logistics. Literally, I only have a half an hour to give you, right? Like there it is. That's the practical data. You also want to be energetic. Hmm, I have a half an hour, but I actually don't want to give that much time to something. Or in this half an hour, I need this kind of agreement for our time so that I can give this thing. There's a kind of sorting out process, right? And your new systems, as they come online, are going to be asking for new ways of being in relationship with others. And over the course of Leo season, 
You might find yourself acting and reacting, behaving, making choices with people that seem entirely out of character for you for some reason. They, it feels like some of you might be surprising yourself. You might be, it's like you, you have a thought like, oh, I could be like this. And then all of a sudden you find yourself acting like that and you're like, oh, I didn't practice it first, right? And it's like you got to kind of get comfortable in this new way of being. And for plenty of you, this is going to bring about significant moments of awkwardness. And I just want to encourage you to let yourself fail, really. I mean, failure is such an important part of creative evolution and process. And when we are trying to grow into the new iterations of who we're trying to be, especially if we've made a significant investment of our time and life energy in the old ways, trying to do the new thing can sometimes be honestly really messy. If you're trying to implement boundaries and you've never had boundaries before and now all of a sudden it's you're like, I need the fucking boundaries, right? And you're reading the books and you're talking to your therapist and you're hearing it on the horoscopes. You go and assert boundaries in your partnership and you've never asserted boundaries anymore or before. You know, and it's like all of a sudden you go from being a person who was just easygoing to now being a person that has a boundary around everything. And the people around you are like, what the hell is going on with you? You know, or if you're a person who, let's say, is going through a gender transition and you're realizing that the sex you're assigned at birth doesn't match up with internally how you feel your gender is. And you are living in a society that is really stuck in binary thinking. And most places, you know, have not uh, evolved enough to hold a container for gender expansiveness. And then you're out there trying to figure out how you want to talk about who you are, but you're in this moment of changing in it. It could be awkward. You could find yourself not saying what you really need to say and then walking around holding that lump in your throat for the next week. You could find yourself bursting out, right? Like spouting off and it's like 10 years of resentment and reactivity are there because you never used to say anything and now you're not gonna do that anymore. So I really want to encourage you to be okay with the awkwardness, with the lurching kind of is it this way or is it that way uh, potentialities of this time and to give yourself grace around that. I also really want to encourage you to invest in process, whether it's with yourself or with others, and know that the processes that you're in right now need at least two months, if not until... Uh, sometime at the end of this year or maybe even into the middle or end of next year, depending on what your particular circumstances are. So advocate for the time that you need for the process. And if you find yourself feeling awful because you've swallowed words that you knew you needed to say, take a day for self-care and honor the parts of you that have not been able to speak out or speak up before and honor the very real fears that are there and all the things. And then call your friends, you know, the people who are gonna support you and say a prayer and make a plan and then go say the thing. 
Give yourself time and space for the process. If you spout off and it's like, oh my God, that was just way TMI. Now I feel embarrassed or something like that. Go home, care for yourself, care for the part of you that was urgent, you know, that whatever, like tune in with your inner being, with your inner body, love you in your own change. And then when you're ready, when you feel more grounded, call them up and be like, hey, I'm going through a lot right now. I'm sorry that that was so much all at once. I'm really trying to catch up to my own changes. I'm available to help sort it out at some point, you know, whatever the process needs to be. Please be patient and be honest. This is the time for change. You are changing. You don't need to stay the same. Your relationships don't need to stay the same. Your life can shift and evolve around you. And it can happen in ways that uh, don't have to be entirely disruptive to everything. And even though it often feels counterintuitive in the moment to say the thing that feels really hard to say or to change the thing that feels really hard to change, it is usually less dramatic than holding it in for longer than you can tolerate until it just crashes and smashes out. So if you feel what is honest inside of you right now, compelling change, I really want to encourage you to listen to those needs and to act on them and to act in ways that honor the time and the pacing that you can have with it. You can take your time You don't want to avoid it, but it's okay to be in the process. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with current astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom in the somatic space where we work with the upcoming week's solar season, lunar cycle, and planetary transits through embodied practices, guided visualizations, and moving meditations. Every session, I offer an astro overview and tips for observing your own chart placements. Our practices are designed for you to come back to them for body-based mindfulness support throughout the week. These classes are also all offered by donation. If you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation, Q&A, and resource sharing space. Embodied astrology has so much other stuff going on. Our podcasts and horoscopes are actually just the surface. In our membership spaces, we also offer a variety of transformative, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. All right, Pisces, in this last part of the reading, I want to offer a little bit about timing. The first week of Leo season is really intense. 
what's happening in the end of cancer season carries through to the end of Leo season. A lot is changing very rapidly. Um, People are experiencing this in all different kinds of ways, but in general, there's an acceleration of energy right now. And in your chart, it feels like there is a thrust of momentum uh, moving into parts of your life that have to do with resource, with capacity, with finances, um, and with how you work. Uh, and labor for what you need and for the uh, resources that will sustain you. And also with the ways that you orient towards your work, towards your labor, towards your occupation, and uh, what this means in terms of what you need or what you're bringing in uh, or what you can give, etc. And therefore, what you're moving towards in the future. And so this first week of Leo season, it feels like there's a a big space between what is right now and present and pressing and what is potential in the future. And try not to get super tripped up by the future right now. Attend to what is present and pressing with a mind towards the future and a heart towards the future. And all the choices that we make set the conditions for what we will experience in the future. And so those of you who are in situations right now where you are making adjustments and it it feels like there might be work adjustments, adjustments around health, capacity, uh, effectiveness, efficiency, functionality of life in some ways, there might be adjustments that need to happen on the financial level, on the resource level, and then also within relationships, within collaborations. So the adjustments that are needing to be made right now want to be made from the heart. And this is very important, um, especially any kinds of decisions that feel urgent or pressing at the moment. I really would love to invite you to take like five or 10 minutes before you, you know, sit down with your budget and bank account or sit down with your partner to talk about something or, you know, it's like before you get into the doing of the logistics that you're trying to figure out, take five or 10 minutes to connect with your heart. And I mean that literally put your hands over the front of your chest, uh, lie down or sit down somewhere quiet where you can hear your breath and listen for your breath and imagine that as you inhale, your heart is expanding. And as you exhale, your expansive heart energy is flowing through your body. And you can take that meditation and, you know, (laughs) turn it into all kinds of things, whatever serves you, whatever feels intuitive Take five or 10 minutes to connect with your heart. And as you make decisions and deal with the logistics, try and do so from a heart-centered space and place. Don't get stressed out by what is not yet known. There is a lot that is unknown. There is more unknown than you can possibly manage or control. And so when you start future tripping or when you get into a confusing place about who you are or what do you want, get out of your mind and into your body and into your heart and really try and listen to the truth of your heart. Now, 
this might lead you into necessary negotiations with others. And this is a theme coming up as we move into August. As you listen to the truth of your heart, you might want to change certain aspects of agreements, relationships, contracts, etc. And over the next two months, all of August and September, that's what you're trying to sort out. Please be patient. Say the things that need to be said. Have the conversations that need to be had. Remember that you have minimum two months to be doing this. It might There might be details that need a quicker kind of timeline, but there's some, there's some kind of process that you're in that it doesn't need you to like jump yesterday. You know, you, you want to take the time that you can to be tuning in with your heart, body, mind, and making decisions from that place. So be patient, right? And, and transmit that energy relationally. When you come into contact with others, it's like call everybody else into present moment attention and awareness too. In the beginning of August, on, the, on August 1st, we have a full moon. And this is a full moon in uh, the sign that comes right before yours in Aquarius. This is a full moon that coincides with some uh, important aspects in uh, your sign and your sibling signs. And this full moon feels like a time for you to be expansively listening and really working with your nervous system. It is a period of time in which I will caution you yet again against urgency. Take the time that you need to take. Advocate for the time that you need. If you can really be in your body and your heart, it will help you in the conversations that you need to be having and in the choices that you need to be making. This is a period of time to make choices towards generosity and, and healing for yourself and for all beings. The two weeks between August 1st full moon and August 16th new moon, a lot is shifting. You are very busy, it feels like, during this time. You've got a lot going on. Even if you're not busy in your schedule, you're busy in your mind. You are sorting things out. This is a period of uh, a lot of refining, adjusting, clarifying, sorting. Do you want this? Do you need that? How does this go there? Many of you are changing significant aspects of your day-to-day -day during this time. You're trying to figure out your new schedule, your new work, your new job, the components of how this restructuring uh, needs to happen. I can't encourage you enough to think of this as a creative process. Playfulness with it and uh, again, tuning into your heart, tuning into your joy really trying to get yourself out of obligatory mindsets like, oh, I have to do this will be helpful. You know, think about how can you make choices right now that um, you agree with, right? That your future self is patting you on the back for. From the uh, fourth quarter on August 8th until the new moon on the 16th, um, busy, 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 busy. Okay. So there might be some kind of choice that really seems important, um, especially as we move towards 
the new moon, somewhere between the 12th and the 16th. This could be an internal choice. This can also be totally a logistic, material, financial, or relational choice that's coming up. It feels like something is landing for you during this time, and then you're setting your course and you're setting your sights. Be patient. Give yourself until the end of the year for whatever this is to work out the details of it. You're in a process of growth and reorientation with your concepts around what you're doing, and you need time for the new language to land with your intent. So you have an energy around something at this time, but you, your next step is going to be formulating language and building a philosophy and uh, creating some kind of container to hold what you're trying to do, what you're trying to communicate or articulate or share with others. You need at least until the end of the year to just be in a contemplative space around this. And then you probably need the first four or five months of next year to implement and get the pieces to be working together. There's a lot of energy after the new moon in your chart to start something new. This is really exciting. It absolutely is the time and you're in a process. Don't rush. If there's anything that any of us can benefit uh, from this year at the current, in this current moment is discernment around urgency. What is actually important to focus on right now versus what is not? We live in a world that is literally on fire because of false urgency. Because people out there are you know, running around like insane, you know, just fire starters trying to get X, Y, and Z, trying to hoard this, hoard that, do this thing, do that thing, you know, be little gods in human forms. And that is at the expense of communion and relationality and actual intelligence, the intelligence that comes when we are listening and attuned. The concept of the individual has created an enormous amount of false urgency. I cannot encourage you enough during this time that as you're ready for change and changes, that you are taking the time that is needed inside of your relationships, moving through the process that is needed so that these changes can include as many people as possible in ways that are healing and integrated and steady. Some disruption is unavoidable, but this is a period of time that really is asking you to follow the call and to work in ways that are paced with the speed of relationship, the speed of your body, the truth of your heart, and your connection to whatever intelligence arises from you from the earth itself. The pacing of the earth is highly intelligent. Stuff is always happening. The earth is actually moving uh, really fast, but it's also moving in ways that... Um, emerge from its own intelligence, right? This is what we need from you. All right, Pisces, I'm going to leave it there. I hope any or all of that is interesting or helpful. The 2023 year ahead overview gives you a big picture of how this period of time connects with the entire year. This is uh, definitely a keystone in the year. Um, 
Cancer, Leo, Virgo, and Libra seasons this year are really, really pivotal. So if you haven't yet checked out your Embodied Astrology 2023 reading, check it out now. You can find them on my website and they are now 50% discounted as we get into the second half of the year. Pisces, I'm wishing you all the best in Leo season and beyond. Lots of love. Bye for now.